Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I am Jeremy Birmingham. This is Bermanology. Today, we are talking with 2025 wide receiver Javen Boggs, who committed to Ohio State on Monday morning. It was a decision that surprised some in the fact that it happened a little earlier than people expected. But for Javen and his family, it happened right on time. He's a kid who grew up in Ohio and uh, had longtime dreams of playing for Ohio State. And now he's on the path to making that come true. We're going to talk to him about that and a whole lot more on the latest episode of Bermanology. Let's get to it. Javen Boggs joins us now. Javen, first and foremost, let's just dive right to the decision on Monday morning to commit to Ohio State. How long had you been thinking that you were ready to make that call? Um, Really, probably a couple of days before, because I ended up calling him and telling him I wanted to commit over the weekend. So probably a couple of days Probably that, probably that week I was thinking about committing, talking to my parents about it, and, you know, just going through a discussion with them about it. And, you know, we, we thought it was best for us, best for me. So we made that decision that, that week, this weekend. You know, um, you told me back in June when you camped at Ohio State, uh, you were from Ohio originally, or your family's from the Dayton area. Who were the first people that you got in contact with back in Dayton and told, and how did they react when, they, when you told them, hey, we're, we're coming back to Ohio? You know, they were they were super happy because, you know, it was my mom, my grandma that lives up there. So, you know, she was super happy to know that I'll be coming, you know, right, right back up there and playing an hour away from where she's at. You know, she was super excited. They were all super excited. When did you move to Florida? Um, I moved to Florida when I was about six. Is that, I mean, other than the weather, which obviously is a little mm-hmm. bit better um, most of the time down there at, at Cocoa High School where you are, that's just east of Orlando for people out there who are unfamiliar with, with Florida mm-hmm. geography. But other than the, the weather, do you miss Ohio? Were you here long enough to miss anything? I mean, I probably, I probably wasn't, I would probably say I didn't end up like, you know, having a chance to miss it. Cause I was probably in Florida, like really all my life. So not really. I, I want to, you know, in, in doing a little bit of research, preparing to talk to you uh, on this mm-hmm. episode, I was just reading different articles of different things that have been said about your recruitment over the last handful of months, and I found it striking. And, and I'm not I'm not going to ask you to to comment really on any other programs, but mm. I do think it, it's interesting that you camped at Ohio State. You told me, I think you told others at the time that in your mind, Ohio State was the number one on your list at the time. Mm. Um, when you you camped, you got the offer. Buckeyes are number one. Every article that I've seen with your name attached to it since was from the University of Florida. Every article Mm -hmm. was Florida, 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 Florida. I assume that if there's a number two in this battle, it was Florida. What Mm -hmm. is it about Ohio State and Brian Hartline that ultimately was was so much different for you or, or made it impossible for you to say no? Well, it was really just, you know, Coach Hartline, you know, he, he puts out you know, a couple more, you know, a couple receivers first round in the NFL draft every year. He made great receivers at Ohio State, superstar receivers at Ohio State. And it's really kind of like a, like, like it's, you know, it was perfect situation, you know, be able to have the opportunity to go to Ohio State and be the next great receiver. just like all the other ones. And your mom, I think on Twitter posted a picture of you as a baby in a, oh, yeah. in a Ohio State yeah. stuff. Has it struck you how, I mean, you're, you're one of 1500 kids every year that gets to sign and, and, and eventually play college, uh, you know, division one college football. Mm-hmm. But it, I imagine it feels a little bit different, a little more special knowing that, you know, that's, that's the, that's where your roots are. Right. Yeah. 
you know, it's, it's super special for just, you know, not just me, me, my family, you know, it's super special to be, go back up there and be able to play college football for the school I've always wanted to play for as a kid. In Cocoa High School, where you play, is it's been good to Ohio State in the last few years. Cedric Hawkins is, is at Ohio State yeah. now as a true freshman defensive back. How much of a chance did you get to connect with Cedric when you were up on campus in the summer? And has he been able to give you any advice about what it's going to take to succeed at the next level, knowing that you still have you know a, two, a season and a half of high school football to play? Mm-hmm. You know, I talk to I talk to Ted a lot, almost every day. You know, I talk to him a lot. You know, we talked about Ohio State plenty of times when I was up there. He was, you know, he was almost like my host, almost like you know, he was with me the whole way on my whole visit. He was with me through the camp. You know, he was just giving me a lot of advice and talking me up. And you know, after the camp, going through till now, we've been talking about Ohio State. How is the family up there? He tells me a lot about it. You know, I love everything he tells me. Cedric committed to Ohio State in the first quarter of the Rose Bowl when Ohio State was playing yeah. Utah uh, on January 1st of 2022 or something. And it was it was the one game I haven't covered for Ohio State, like been on the field in like 10 years. And I was at home having a party with my family, enjoying the New Year's Bowl games. Mm-hmm. And he committed in the middle of the first quarter and it ruined my whole night. <laughs> Maybe I had to stop. I had to start working in the middle of the Rose Bowl. Yeah. I'm pissed off at Cedric at the time, but I'm over it now. I'm there's yeah. no, no bitterness at all. Um, you know, for you, Javen, as, as you look at this decision, you look at the Ohio State leg- legacy at wide receiver, as you mentioned. I asked some people around the Buckeyes program, like, okay, who, who does this kid remind you of? And the name I kept hearing back was Jackson Smith and Jigba. That's pretty crazy, right? Like that's high praise for a kid like yeah. yourself who exactly. is playing, you know, your your third year of high school ball. What do you, what do those expectations do to you? I mean, are they something that you like gravitate toward or is it something, hey, I'm I'm just myself, but you know, how do you take that sort of praise? You know, I take the praise as, you know, like, you know, a compliment because you know, Jack Smith the Jimmy, he's first round draft pick, you know, he was a great college receiver, probably one of probably the best college receiver when he was at Ohio State, probably best receiver in college football at the time. You know, it's, it's great praise. You know, I love it. You know, Coach Hartline told me himself, I remind him a lot of, you know, Jack Smith and Jim. So it really spoke to me a lot because, you know, it was first round pick and he's doing great in the NFL right now. Jackson, when he was a recruit, uh, it was this same, port, same point in his recruitment when he committed to Ohio State. It was November uh, of his junior year, and he was a three-star ranked player in t- in Texas. He ended up being the number two ranked receiver in the country by the time he graduated. I look at your rankings and I look at your film and I look at who you play against week in, week out. And well, it looks like there's like a disconnect somewhere. Okay. Like <laughs> rivals.com has you as a four star receiver. The other national recruiting services have you as a three star receiver. At, some of them have you as like the number 50 ranked wide out in the country. But Brian Hartline at Ohio State wanted you this early and wanted you to be the first guy in his class of 2025. Mm-hmm. What do you think people are missing about your game that they aren't, you know, seeing where you actually fit nationally? I feel like, you know, they're just missing, you know, that I'm a very explosive receiver. You know, I take the top off. I can make, you know, screen plays, go in the highlight plays. I can make the small plays into big plays, you know. I feel like I'm really just, you know, kind of slept on under rain. But it's all good. I don't really care about the rankings, you know, because, you know, I, I don't really care about the rankings. I, I know what I am as a player, and I know how a great receiver I am. Is there – does that help add a little bit of, of chip to the shoulder, though? Like, hey, yeah, you know – Second week of the season, you're playing Venice High School and you're going up mm-hmm. against five-star cornerback who's committed to 
uh, Florida State, and and you're putting up 200 and plus yards, and it seemed like you were pretty much manned up on him the whole game, yeah. or him him on you. D- does that sort of opportunity like just make your eyeballs get big? Like, oh man, I can't wait for this. Yeah, definitely. I strive off of games like that. You know, it's that those games, you know, it's time to make a statement and show people what I really about, and you know, that's what I've been doing. I know you're coming to Ohio State uh, on the weekend of October 21st for the Penn State game. Big opportunity for you to get to hang out with some some guys that are, you know, Ohio State's recruiting pretty aggressively in your class, especially Tavian St. Clair, the quarterback commit. Uh, have you and Tavian talked? When, when you committed on Monday, you said you hadn't talked yet, so I want to just follow yeah. up. Have you had a chance to, to link up with him? Yeah, yeah. We talked uh, We talked yesterday a lot. Yeah, we talked yesterday a lot. We exchanged a few messages, you know, we just talked about Ohio State coming up there, you know, getting ready to work, and, you know, just us building this 2025 class. How important is it, do you think, you know, Ohio State's wide receivers, if you look in the last couple of years in the class of 2020, there was Julian Fleming, who was a five-star wide receiver. Mm-hmm. There was Jackson Smith and Jigba, who was a five-star wide receiver. There was G. Scott, who was a five-star receiver and is now a tight end. In the class of 2021, there was Marvin Harrison and Emeka Abuka uh, together. Emeka was the number one ranked player in the country at his position. And in the class of 2023, Florida guys, Arnell Tate, Brandon Ennis, Bryson Rogers, mm-hmm. Noah Rogers. How important is it, do you think, for you to be that guy to help find other other receivers to join this class? You know, it's definitely just, you know, important to build a class that, you know, I want to bring, that we want to bring with us, you know, Coach Hartline, he's going to do a great job recruiting and getting those and getting those guys, you know, I'm going to help as much as I can, you know, to get them guys to go up there with me. Javen, one thing I'm interested in as far as, you know, as a recruit, how do you know when you're ready to commit? Like, it's it seems like a very generic question, but Mm-hmm. Is it just a feeling? Is it is it knowing? I mean, you've been to Ohio State only one time as a recruit, right? Yeah. That was in the summer. So how did you know that it was Ohio State? It's really like a feeling. You know, when I went up there, they treated me like family. They welcomed me with open arms. You know, it was just it's a whole brotherhood up there. It's just one family, one big family. You know, they welcomed me in. You know, I, the facilities, I loved it. Everything about the facilities and the coaching staff. You know, I just loved everything about it. Just my time camping and learning from Coach Hartline in the process. It was just, it was great. You know, I loved everything about it. You made that visit without having an offer. What what made you say, hey, I need to get to Ohio State and do this? I mean, you, you're in Florida. You've got other offers. There's a lot of a lot of opportunity out there for you if you wanted to take it the easy way. Why did you decide, you know what, I'm going to Ohio State and camping? And, and did it mean something extra knowing that Ohio State treated you that way, even though you hadn't had an offer at that point? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It was like, you know, Coach Hartline and uh, – Coach Alfred, they were actually recruiting, recruiting me to come up there and camp. They were telling me, you know, come up and camp. And when Coach Hartline had interest in you, it's like, you know, it's it's just it's automatic. You know, you got to go up there and see what they're doing up there. You know, you got to go up there and camp. Really, just, that's just, that's just how I felt. When Coach Hartline interested in me, I just had to go up there and camp. Where what is your athletic background? I mean, how, where you know you're six foot one, six six foot one, 175 pounds. Obviously, you you look and run like a like a. But you know, Division One college wide receiver. Where does it come from? What? How did the family? How did? How did? How did Javen go from the little guy in the picture wearing an Ohio State sweatshirt to this? So how? How did you get there? It was really my dad. You know, my dad's probably been training. He's been training me all my life. You know, we've had other side training, but it really became all my dad. You know, he was a football player himself. He was high recruited back then. You know, he was. It really all came from him. Size, speed, athleticism. It all came from him. What? 
is the biggest difference in your life in the last three days and that since you committed to Ohio State? Really just, I would probably say just the love from everybody that I've been getting after committing from, you know, to Ohio State. You know, just the love from my family, just love from people on Twitter, just social media. It's just been crazy, just love from people around me. Are are there any, well, let's just put it bluntly, are there haters? I know Coco's pretty Ohio State friendly, yeah. generally speaking, but I mean, I saw tweets as soon as you committed Oh, another another guy leaving Florida for Brian Hartline. Oh, another guy Ohio State. Yeah. Like, how do you handle the noise like that? You know, me. I just, you know, there's always gonna be side haters. There's always gonna be haters when you're, you know, a great player. But you know, I just kind of try to block it out. You know, just keep my head straight and do what I do. Well, man, we really appreciate you taking time. I told you I'd try to keep sure, this relatively you. quick, and um, I, I do appreciate your time. I know you got a big visit coming up to Ohio State next week. How? Last question. When you had to tell other coaches that you were committing to Ohio State, how hard was that? And how much do you expect other coaches around the country to still come at you? You know, I'm 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 very much locked in with Ohio State, so they can recruit me. You know, do I'm you know I'm gonna show them my respects and you know entertain them. But you know, I'm locked in with Ohio State, and it was kind of you know hard, not I would say it was you know pretty hard telling them that I was committing. Ohio, not hard, but you you understand like the relationships I've been building with them, so it was kind of like you know, like losing a relationship, but you know, I'm locked in with Ohio state, you know, I'm ready to go work. Well, I'll tell you, you don't have to lose those relationships. Uh, those, those, you never know when you're going to run into coaches. Yeah, again. Definitely. Uh, it's all about respect in this, in this business yeah, and making definitely. sure that everyone handles themselves above board and you're doing that. Congratulations yeah. on the decision, man. Um, yes, thank we'll you. you. We'll see you in Columbus next week for Javen Boggs. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. This has been Bermanology on the podcast. Everyone. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Yes, sir. Thanks.